Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you can experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh podcast. Today's title is Your Creative Gift. It's based on Colossians 1.25, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. We've all been given gifts, callings, and purpose. Tapping into your gifts through Jesus Christ is amazing, inspirational, and life-living. He's the gift giver, the gift blesser, the gift promoter, and expressing yourself creatively for yourself and for others as you are inspired by His Word, His life, His love, brings self-expression and satisfaction. It even causes you to focus on Him and the blessing He's given in you and for you. He's given you creative gifts, and the Word says His gift in you, He has made. And He has also made them for you. He gives us creative life to do them. No creative gift is insignificant. Creative gifts come in various ways. You may cook or be a meal designer. You may act. You may be a preacher, a painter, or an artist, an architect, a business person, a stay-at-home mother, a stay-at-home dad, a builder, a puppeteer, a weaver, a teacher, an essential worker. It doesn't matter what it is. You are the gift. You are the creative. What you do releasing and receiving your creative gifts fulfills life in you and others. Realizing your creative gift is important to experience the blessing and use your faith for them is a blessing. Your faith regarding your calling and creative gifts is meant to be in his performance. It is his promise found in the word where he says that it is God who will perform and perfect his work in you and others. Have this faith in his word as you are happy, just being creative, living your life of blessing. It's important to note, not moving forward creatively shuts you down. This is because the Lord has designed us to be creative and given us his gifts. He's called us to express those gifts, to be an active part of the body of Christ. People's gifts can be stifled by just sitting in a pew and simply existing, just doing the mundane never letting themselves express their creative gift. He wants us outside of the four walls. He wants us to move outside of the church building. We are the church. He wants us outside of ourselves, the four walls we've built around our lives. He wants us to express the creative abilities he's given in us. Paul says in Colossians 1 that he has made me to be a minister. When you move in that making, you're fulfilled and satisfied. You're giving out the creative gift he's given in you. I want to look at Colossians chapter one to share seven points about your creative gift. We find in this chapter that Paul's gift produced, affected, and accomplished. And so does yours. In the book of Colossians, you find out who Jesus Christ is, who you are, and what he's done and what he's given you, and that you have been given gifts to express. In the last verse, verse 29, Paul says again, what he said throughout all of chapter one, that it is according to the Lord's working, which worketh in me mightily. This same working is in you and it is empowering your creative gifts. So let's look at those seven points to your creative gift. Point number one, your creative gifts are by the will of God and they bring the blessing. This is found in Colossians one verses one through four, where it reveals that we all have a calling. And it says in verse one that Paul was an apostle by the will of God. This 
was Paul's creative gift and his calling. Your creative gifts are also given by the will of God. We can also see in these verses that our creative gifts are meant to reach and bring others to be faithful or be full of faith. Your gifts bring the blessing to you and through you. Your gifts speak grace and peace from God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Point number two, your creative gifts bring hope, produce fruit, show grace, declare love and publish faith. In Colossians 1 verses 4 through 8, it says that we hear of people's faith because of gifts. Your faith is heard and it also speaks through your gifts. These gifts touch others. And through this, all those you touch with your gift will experience faith and their faith will also be heard. In verses four and eight, it shows that love is declared through these gifts. Our gifts and calling speak and bring hope. A hope found in verse five, it says, is laid up for us in heaven. Your gifts are meant to bring others to hear the word of God, to experience that hope that's laid up in heaven. Not just the hope in the sweet by and by, but the hope that is here right now in this time. And these gifts, as they bring the word of God to hear hope, to hear faith, to hear the blessing of the Lord, it is the hope of the word of God's truth, the truth of the gospel and the blessing of Jesus. Your creative gifts are meant to reveal Jesus, no matter what that gift is. That's amazing to think of when you think that the thing you have labeled insignificant is meant to reveal the truth of Jesus. Where are you putting your gifts? How are you releasing these gifts? Are they for good and for glory? Or are they for something else that's not glorifying? Or have you even buried them? Colossians 1 verse 6 says, Paul speaking of how his gift brought the truth to others, stating, which is come unto you as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit as it does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. So first we see the word of truth is bringing forth fruit. And that's what his gift was bringing was the word of truth, bearing fruit in the lives of others. But next we can see that the fruit comes because Paul's gift by the will of God was bringing forth fruit. And this is the same in you. Your gift is bringing forth fruit in your life, in you, and for others. So we see that Paul's gift is still moving and giving, producing and doing. And it's spread to others. And the gift goes on and on. This is the same way it's for you. Paul's gift and how God used him is still working. It's working in you right now. Creative gifts are living. They're moving and active through the power of God through the Holy Spirit, and through the Word of God. Point number three, your creative gifts are for assembly and fellowship. Colossians 1 verses 7 through 9 shows us the fellowship of gifts. Using your creative gifts and operating your calling brings faithfulness. It establishes each of us as fellow servants. This creates the assembly or gathering together found in Hebrews 10, working as a body for the fellowship of the blessing the fellowship of Jesus Christ. It's meant to get you off the pew and into the highways and byways. Part of our assembling together is when we individually operate in our creative gifts and begin sharing these with others daily. That's assembling. That's coming together. It is the bringing together of people through the body of Christ 
beyond the four walls, beyond the four walls of the church building. It's not just Sunday living, it's daily giving. The definition of assembly can be found in its purpose. Hebrews 10.25 talks about why we assemble together. It doesn't say just on Sunday, it says so much more. For the reason of coming together in purpose, gifting, and callings. In verse 25 of Hebrews 10, it says, We're not to be forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So the purpose of assembling is for exhortation. We see here that that exhortation is a key. We don't focus ourselves on just being the one sitting in the pew getting exhorted. We're not supposed to be thinking that Sunday services as the only assembly. Realize your creative gifts are purpose to exhort you and others as you move in them for daily purpose and daily calling. You and the body of Christ moves and loves and breathes and has our being in Jesus Christ every day. Your faith is released as you move in creative gifts daily. Paul didn't wait for Sunday to write the inspired letters of God. The church didn't receive the letters only for Sunday worship. In the book of Acts, it says that the Lord added to the church the body of Christ daily. When this verse talks about assembling together so much more, it means so much more, which goes beyond and outside of, and it is in the daily and not just on Sunday. The Holy Spirit brings his expression in you, through you, and for you daily. He wants you to express his gift, your gifts, and go beyond being pew sitters to being gospel givers, word livers, creative expressors, fruit bearers, because you are plugged into and connected to the vine. This is what it's meant to do when it says in verse 24, let us consider one another to provoke or to inspire and to motivate unto love and to good works or moving forward in and through our creative gifts. Those are the good works of faith. See, Kix has been called to fulfill and preach this. One of our scripture foundations is found in Acts 2, verses 46, 47, and 42, where it says, And they continually, daily, with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. See, the fellowship of this word of God, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, came forth in the giftings of God, in the breaking of the word, the breaking of bread, and the sharing and the fellow servants working together in this steadfastly and in prayer. So go forth in your creative gift right where you are. As you come forth, your gifts will minister to you and inspire you. Your gifts will inspire others. There's a creative move of God awaiting for you right now. This move is happening right now where we are. He is reaching house to house. He is reaching you as you simply move forward in your gift. His blessing reaches you and brings his fruit and harvest to you right where you are every single day. Number four, 
Your creative gifts are for a cause. This is found in Colossians verses 9 through 15. Colossians chapter 1. Verse 9 says, for this cause. Verse 10 says, it's God's will that you would walk worthy in his creative gifts and his blessing. Worthy is defined in these scriptures as gifts that would be fruitful in every good work. Worthy meaning that it is increasing you and others. Worthy is also meaning increasing you and others in the knowledge of the Lord and his word. It says this in verses 10 through 11, that ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Here you find you're strengthened with his might, and it's according to his glorious power. This glorious power is at work within you, and your creative gifts are strengthened with his might and his glorious power. And again, his glorious power is at work in you within those creative gifts. As you increase in the revelation of the knowledge of God, joyfulness is produced in you by his glorious power and your creative gifts bring joy. So your creative gift is also a part of the Lord's inheritance you've been given. In verse 12, it says, giving thanks unto the father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. You know, that inheritance is all the blessing of God. And he is the creator who's created those gifts in you. And you can partake of the fullness of his inheritance and express those creative gifts in your life for yourself, for your family, for others. And it's for this cause, the cause of the inheritance, the cause of the blessing, the cause of the inheritance of your creative gift itself, being filled with him, with his giving, with his will, with his blessing. You see, it's his plan that creative gifts speak his blessing. The gift in Paul produced a harvest and still is producing that harvest today. Again, it's producing that even in you right now. No creative gift goes unnoticed, unwarranted, or unheard. The word says you've been given all things pertaining to life. This includes those gifts operating through his grace and mercy and not being held back in your life. Number five, your creative gifts are in his image. Colossians chapter one, verse 16 says, all things were created by him and for him. In verse 17, it says, and he is before all things and by him, all things consist. We are created in the image of our creator. We are a new creation in the image of Jesus. And we've been fashioned and formed and now made into a new creation with his creative gifts given to us and in us and by him. We are inspired in those creative gifts, in the image of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and through the covenant of Jesus Christ in our lives. And we can come forth in those creative gifts in beautiful, miraculous ways that God himself works in us and through us. Number six, your creative gifts continue in faith. This is Colossians chapter one, verses 21 through 23, where it says this, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. That's key. You've been reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you. That's key. Number two, to present you 
holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled and not be moved away from the hope of the gospel, that's key number three. And that is the gospel which you have heard and which was preached to every creature under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. That's key number four. So I want to focus on how these scriptures speak to us about our creative gifts and our spiritual position. First, they say we've been reconciled in him in the blessing, and that includes our gifts. Reconciled in the Greek is defined as restoration and relationship, coexisting in harmony, to bring everything consistent and connected with God. Reconciled also means in the Greek to allow transactions or gifts to begin operating at full capacity through that transaction. This means it's like making some type of an account that isn't filled by you, but you're able to withdraw from it. Think of that. You have an account of blessing and gifting and purpose and calling, and it's an account given by God, reconciled with him and to him, that you haven't deposited anything in it. It is a limitless account for you to draw from, as the Lord is the one who's filled it. What an amazing thing. We are gifted. We draw from the limitless account of God in his gifting and blessing in our lives. Next, as it says in verse 22, that these things are presented to you. All the blessing and truth of the gospel and all our creative gifts have been presented to us through Jesus and by Jesus. And finally, in verse 23, it says, don't be moved away from this blessing. Stay and continue in faith. Be grounded and settled and rooted in faith as we can take his word about Paul's gift and realize it applies to our gift. It says, wherefore, we are made into our gift and calling, as Paul said, wherefore, I, Paul, am made a minister. Stand, continue, be grounded and rooted in faith, embracing the word of God, all he's done for you and the gift he's given to you. The word made in Greek here means to become and receive being. Paul said, I'm made. You are made with that creative gift. He is making that creative gift come forth. And that means to become and receive. It also means the word uh, made also means to arise and to appear in history. It means to come upon the stage and to come into public and come into appearing. And one thing about this word made is that's so amazing, that is so important, is it says it's of miracles to be performed and wrought becoming of his creation. That creative gift being made in you, appearing and arising, coming to public appearing and performing and bringing forth miracles of his creation, his creative abilities in you. That will make history. Your creative gifts are full of appearances. They are full of miracles. They are full of performance. All done by the creator. Your faith in his word right here, right now to receive and embrace all that he has given and to embrace that gift in you and arise and become and you will appear in his history. I want to point out also in verse 23 that the Lord is encouraging us to continue in that faith grounded and settled and to not be moved away from the hope of the gospel, which we have heard through the gift of Paul. 
And we can put our names in this verse. So try putting your name in the place of Paul's and speak it like this. I continue in faith, grounded and settled. And I'm not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which I have heard, which has been preached to every creature under heaven. Wherefore I, putting your name there, am made a minister, a creative gift giver by God himself, my creator. Number seven, your creative gifts fulfill the word of God and express his mystery and make known the riches of his glory in you and through you. Colossians chapter one, verses 25 through 29 shows this. And it is key to your creative gifts and calling. Again, as Paul said with the verse I started with, wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Let's look at the word dispensation and what that means because it's according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you. That word dispensation means management and timing. It means the management of the household or household affairs. It's management from house to house, his management from house to house, the management of his house. What an amazing word. It means specifically to have oversight and administration. That is creative gifts and the church itself, that he is managing those things and empowering them from house to house, a creative move of God right now in this dispensation, this management and timing of God. It also means the office of a manager and an overseer and stewardship administration. So you in partnership with God's dispensation, his management, your gift and your stewardship and administration of that gift is a great thing, a great act of God, you and him together. See, your gift is made for God's blessing and his management and administration has within it your stewardship and administration in that partnership with him. And this is for, as he said, his purpose and his administration and management and dispensation of his move. It's all according to God's timing and his dispensation and management. And now he is moving us in the dispensation of house to house. I'm not leaving out the church. We are the body of Christ and I'm not leaving out the house of God, but there is a move of God that his creative gifts from individual to individual, from house to house, lifting people into life living and gift giving is happening right now. This is a new season, a new and refreshed move, a new time. It is a time to experience the expression of your individual creative gifts in partnership and covenant with a wonder-filled, wonderful God, giving you his blessing. And with this blessing through your creative gifts, you are expressively being blessed and you are being given to and for others. Why? And to do what? Well, it's to fulfill the word of God and to experience the blessing of God through that creativity he's put in you. It's that your gift and that you and your calling and your purpose is making the mystery of the blessing known 
It's making the mystery of the blessing manifest. And it also says in verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And what he has designed you to be and creatively move and express is the part of that expression of that hope of glory. And as we go on in verse 28, it says that your creative gifts, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, will speak, will preach, will confess, will proclaim, will teach, will bring revelation and warning and perfection for others in Christ Jesus. It will express the hope of glory who is Christ Jesus from individual, from house to house, from blessing to blessing, from faith to faith. Think of the boy with the five loaves and the two fish. This boy represents all aspects of gifts. This happened individually for him in the midst of a congregation of people. Even the baskets that were woven by someone were used for this miracle. You may feel like the things you do are insignificant and small. You may feel like the things you have are meaningless. You may feel like what you have to give from your creative gifts, your calling, your purpose is nothing. And you may even be a pew sitter, but you have gifts to give. The Lord blesses your gifts as you receive and give out of yourself to others. He multiplies your gifts and it is the power of the blessing. It says that the Lord blessed the loaves of the fish and he blesses your gifts the same. Multitudes were changed individual by individual. Think of it just like Paul. This boy's gifts were made. They were blessed by the Lord's blessing to reach others. But importantly, it was given back to him by basketfuls. He left with more than he had, and he's appeared in history. You know about him, and you know about his gift. It was the same with the woman and her son with the prophet Elijah. She had a small amount of meal and oil, and through giving and her creative gift of baking, life-sustaining power reached her and her son right in the home where she lived. She gave to the word of God, the direction of God, the prophet of God. And now the prophet Jesus is who we give our gifts to. This again was the blessing of creative gifts found in her and in her house. Again, as the book of Acts says, it is from house to house, individual to individual. This is the blessing manifested for you as it was for her. The blessing goes beyond four walls and reaches into the hearts of men, into the homes of mankind, and beyond every wall, every enclosure, for Jesus has broken down every wall. The blessing through creative gifts produces harvest and fruit. Your creative gift is important. You are important, and who you are with the gifts and callings he has given in you speaks loudly. Your gift speaks boldly. It speaks of a beautiful creator, a savior. Your gift speaks of his blessing. It's full of miracle working power. Your gift reveals the mysteries of God. It is his covenant partnership with you. And as he blesses your gifts, he uses your gift to produce perfection in the fruit of his perfection. Oh, he uses your gift to produce perfection which is the fruit of his perfection in you. So we can say this with Paul, that we have been made in our calling. We've been made in our and of his purpose. We have been made in our creative gifts. We have been given these gifts for a reason. 
And it says in Colossians 1.29, Whereunto I also labor, striving, not in myself, but according to his working, his performance, which works in me mightily. You are gifted. You are creative. You are blessed and highly favored. Your creative gift is filled with his miraculous. Your creative gift is multiplied. Your creative gift is full of fruit, full of performance, full of life, and full of his blessing. Live, move, and have your being in him. Express the creative gifts he's given you. Let him bless what you have put your hands to. He will perform it. Father, I thank you for every person that hears this message that you've given. And I pray as they hear it, the creative gifts you've put in them come forth mightily and they begin to see and use their faith in who you are, what you've said, what you've promised, and they express the mysteries of the glory of the wondrous inheritance that you have brought to people, expressing the gifts in them right where they are, from house to house, individual to individual. And I pray as we offer up to you what we have, I know you will bless it and you will multiply it. And we give you praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.